Jewish Audio on Chabad.org. So how did it happen? This dramatic moment when the entire Jewish people are stuck between Pharaoh and the raging sea. Suddenly the sea splits and the Jewish people walk through. How did that happen? What made this incredible event take place? This moment, one of the most powerful moments in Jewish history, took place because of a simple, momentous leap of one individual. The Talmud tells us that the Jewish people stood in terror on the shore of the Red Sea with the Egyptians closing in on them, crying out to God. And what happens? Moses tells the Jews, move, get into the water. No one moves. Everyone's afraid of drowning. Each tribe says, we're not going to go in. It's not for us. Let someone else do it. And suddenly out of nowhere, comes a man, Nachshon ben Aminadav, and without hesitating, he leaped into the raging sea. And only then did the waters actually part. This is why we see something so interesting, that if you look at the story of the splitting of the sea in this week's Torah portion, the first time around it says, they went into the sea on dry ground. And in the song afterwards, they describe it, they walked on dry land inside the sea. And the Hasidic masters teach us a very simple thing. There are two kinds of people. There are people who wait, and when it's dry, they'll go out there and they'll walk on the dry land. But then there are people like Nachshon, who walked into the sea. They didn't wait. They walked into the sea. And in that moment, it transformed and it turned into dry land. This, my friends, is the story of our lives. And this is the message I want to tell you this week. Very simple. We are all faced with tremendous challenges. And we have a simple choice to make. We can wait and wait for the dry land before we're prepared to move, or we can muster up the courage and leap in, braving the water so that we can walk a new, safe, dry land. This message of the leap of Nachshon captures a story of the Jewish people. All we need to do is take that jump. The term we used is lechatchile ariber, just go for it. Don't wait, make that leap and you will see tremendous things happen. My friend, this is very, very simple. This is not rocket science. This is very, very obvious to all of us. And that is as follows. When you are in a position where you're struggling to get past that obstacle, stop thinking, start doing. When you just do what you have to do with a sincere, open heart, then you will see miracles happen. You will see your sea will literally split. For this week's story, I want you to join me for an incredible moment when a simple Jew didn't know much, wasn't that smart, wasn't that brilliant, but he had a heart that was pure and sincere. And by harnessing that spirit and that sincerity and that emiskite, that realness of his heart, he was literally able to split the sea. The story takes us way back to the time of the Holy Baal Shem Tov. As you may know, the Holy Baal Shem Tov, the founder of Hasidism, he would travel from town to town and he would take his Hasidim with him for various journeys. Sure enough, one day he shows up at an inn together with his students and they sit down getting ready to have a delicious kosher meal being tired and exhausted and hungry from a long trip. To their surprise, the young child who was wandering around in the inn turns to them and says, I apologize to keep you waiting, but we need to wait for my father to be ready to serve you. What is your father doing? Asked the holy Baal Shem Tov. The young child looks at the holy man and says, my father is still praying. 
still praying. At that point, it was already almost one o'clock in the afternoon. They're waiting and waiting and waiting. What got them even more confused is they noticed the innkeeper sitting in the corner, hunched over his prayer book, praying with such concentration. But they also noticed that he was obviously a simple Jew. He could barely read, didn't seem very learned. What could this man be doing praying for so many hours? Finally, at two o'clock, he finishes his prayers, he rushes over. He had no idea who the Baal Shem Tov was. He just saw a group of Jews and he apologized profusely for keeping them waiting. Sure enough, he gives them a feast. They wine and dine and everything is wonderful. And the Baal Shem Tov leans over to the simple innkeeper and says, Tell me, Rabid, what is the story of your prayers? How do you pray for so many hours? What are you doing? Perhaps you know the Kabbalistic interpretations of each word? And the man looks his eye, puts his eyes downwards, and with an embarrassed face, he looks, keeping his eyes down, and he says, please don't embarrass me by asking me this question. The Baal said, no, not at all. God forbid I have no intention embarrassing you. I simply want to learn more about you and who you are. And what is the secret of your intense, lengthy prayers? After the Balshemtov insists, the man looks at the holy Balshemtov and says, I'll tell you the truth, but please don't laugh at me. You see, I'm a very simple man. I want to pray to God every day, but I don't know much about the prayers. I'm not even sure what are the right prayers to say on Sunday. What do I say on Thursday? What do I say on Shabbat? What do I say on Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur? So I just pray every day. The Balshemtov leans forward and says, what do you mean you pray every day? So the man says, I pray every day, every page of the book. Wow, hold on a second, says the Baal Shem Tov. Do you mean to tell me that every single day you read the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Shabbat, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Hanukkah, Kippur, Pesach, Shavuos, every prayer, every single day? The man says, please, please don't laugh at me, my fellow Jew. I, I don't know. I, I'm just trying. I, I, I don't know. It's actually very difficult for me, to be honest, because many customers come and leave because they don't want to wait for me. And it's hard for my wife. She needs my help with the children. But what am I supposed to do? I need to pray. The Baal Shem Tov was so deeply moved from the sincerity of the simple Jew. So he looks at the Jew and he says, my dear friend, I will help you. And the Baal Shem Tov sits down with him and his siddur, and he starts jotting down notes. What you say on Monday, what you say on Friday, what you say for Shabbat, what you hold off for Hanukkah or Purim, Pesach Seder. And he puts these notes inside the prayer book at the proper place so the Jew knows when to say which prayer. This man was overjoyed. He couldn't stop thanking the Baal Shem Tov. He hugged him, he kissed him, he embraced him. He says, you have no idea, you've changed my life. Thank you, thank you. The Baal Shem Tov and his students get up to leave. And at that point, the students understood why the Rebbe brought them there to this particular location on that specific day, obviously to help the simple Jew pray to God in the proper manner and make his life more manageable. He doesn't have to pray every day for five, six hours long. As they leave, the Jew can't stop thanking the Rebbe from the door post. He doesn't know it's the Baal Shem Tov, but he just can't stop thanking this fellow Jew, this stranger who came in and helped him out in such a meaningful way. A few minutes later, as the Baal Shem Tov continued on his journey, this Jew is sitting by the table, basking in the glory of this incredible gift he just received. So much happiness, when all of a sudden a customer walks in. He gets up from the table, he leaves his siddur on the table, and he walks over to take care of the customer. As he's doing so, his two-year-old son, Shlomole, who was having some fun climbing around, and decided to climb on the chair. He climbs on the chair and he sees a book on the table. So he opens up the book and he drops the siddur. In that moment, all those places 
at the Holy Baal Shem Tov put in those bookmarks, literally fell on the floor. The innkeeper looks around and he can't believe his eyes. His dreams have shattered everything he was hoping for. A normal life once again has all disappeared. He's back to saying the whole book every single day. He can't believe this happened. He starts crying, vey, I can't believe it. And after a few minutes of crying, he says, hold on a second. Maybe I could catch up to that Jew. Maybe he could help me once again. So he quickly runs outside. And he starts running, 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 trying to catch up to the Holy Baal Shem Tov. And as he's beating his horse to go faster and faster, he finally sees the Baal Shem Tov coming up ahead. And he notices that the Baal Shem Tov reaches a body of water. How is the Baal Shem Tov going to cross the water? He notices the Baal Shem Tov takes out of his pocket a handkerchief, a piece of cloth. And the Holy Baal Shem Tov, the great miracle worker, puts the cloth down on the water and literally stands in it and floats across the water. The simple Jew doesn't know anything. What does he know? He rushes, he rushes, he gets to the water. He sees the Baal Shem Tov on the other side. He must reach him. He has to catch him. He has to know how to pray. He ties his horse to a tree. He takes out of his pocket his beloved handkerchief, a piece of cloth, puts it on the water. And my friends, he sails right across. He gets to the other side, he catches up to the Baal Shem Tov, and he grabs him and he says, please, please, my fellow Jew, I need your help. I need your help. My child dropped my siddur. I lost all the bookmarks. Here, here's a siddur with me. I brought some paper. Can you please help me put the place right so I can begin to pray as a Jew is meant to pray? The Baal Shem Tov looks at him. His eyes open wide. What? What are you doing here? How did you get here? What? How did you pass the water? And he looks at the Baal Shem Tov with such sincerity. And he says, what do you mean? I did just what you did. I put the cloth out of my pocket, put it down on the water and sailed across. At that moment, the Baal Shem Tov looks at the simple Jew deep into his eyes, deep into his soul. And he says, Rabid, my fellow Jew, I ask of you one thing. Go back home, go back to your inn and continue to pray every day. The whole entire book. Because in that moment, the Baal Shem Tev recognized the power of the sincerity of this Jew. He doesn't know much. All he knows is that he loves God and he wants to talk to him. Whether it's right or wrong, whether he's doing it in the best way, he's coming from his heart. His pure heart, his neshama is crying out to Hashem. And when a Jew has such an attitude, when a Jew is able to tap into the depth of his soul and uncover its truest self, just talk to God like a child talks to his parents, the miracles happen. Then he could split the sea. Doesn't ask any questions. He just does what he's got to do because that's what a Jew's got to do. He doesn't know much. He doesn't allow his minimal intellect to interfere with that pure faith. And the message from the Baal Shem Tov to this Jew and the message from the Baal Shem Tov to you, my friend, is go home. Keep on doing what you do from your heart. Don't allow the rationale to stop you from taking that jump. And when you do that, you will see incredible things happen. You will actually split the sea in your own life and see revealed miracles.